Clients on Demand teaches coaches, service providers, and thought leaders how to attract the right clients at the right price anytime they want. This podcast is about answering one question. How can you build a sustainable seven or eight figure business that changes the world and gets results for clients without sacrificing your freedom? If you want to know the answer, you're in the right place. All this information is 100% free, so please subscribe to and review our podcast. Hey, everybody. How's it going? It is Russ and the COD team, and welcome, welcome, welcome to our 100th episode. Can you believe that? This is our 100th show. So what's going on, guys? Welcome. Yay. Yay. So today we've set a very special challenge for ourselves. And the challenge is this. If we had to start over completely fresh, if we had to start over completely from scratch, what, what would we do? How would we, how would we do that? And the reason we wanted to talk about this is because a lot of people think, well, if not even if you're just looking at clients on demand, but, but, Let's say you're going into a, an industry where you look at competitors and you look at like, okay, well, there's so many people that are in this space already and there's so many people and they've got cash and they've got sales and they have all these different offers and they have a beautiful website and they have a beautiful, you know, they've got a list of 50 or 100,000 subscribers or whatever it might be. And, and you say to yourself, well, how can I possibly go into that space and how can I possibly compete there? So... What we wanted to do is just like get rid of all those things. What would we do if for whatever reason I woke up tomorrow morning and we woke up tomorrow morning and we didn't have any offers and our list was gone and our Facebook group was gone and we had to start completely from scratch? What would we do? And so what we wanted to do today is just come on and lay that out for you step by step so that if that's the situation that you're in, where maybe you're starting out and you're brand new and you've never done this before and you don't have a big budget and you don't have all these things. What, 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 what are the exact steps that you should be taking to actually get to where you want to go and to, and to build, to build a business that you, that you want to build? So that's what we're going to be talking about today. Now, before we get into that really quick, I just want to share with you guys, um, that we are doing something a little bit special in honor of our, our 100th episode. And what we're going to be doing is I am going to be doing a private invitation only Q&A session for you guys. And it's going to be for you guys in Artify Ticket. It's going to be for you guys that are our subscribers on iTunes. It's going to be for you guys that are our subscribers on our list. And all we need you to do to get an invitation for that is to go and share your favorite episode of the Clients on Demand podcast to your timeline. And so if you want instructions about how you can get an invitation to this private Q&A session, then I want you to go to clientsondemand.com forward slash contest. That's clientsondemand.com forward slash contest. And there's detailed instructions there telling you step-by-step exactly what you need to do to get invited to that private Q&A session that we're going to be having in a few weeks. All right. So that being said, we got the whole crew here. We got Adrian here, who is our director of lead gen and marketing clients on demand. We have Jane Jewell, who is our managing director. And we have Mark Von Muser, who is looking very dashing today, looking very amazing. <laughs> in honor of our 100th episode. And uh, he is our director of sales. And so let's just dive in and start by talking about, well, what the hell would we do if we woke up and we lost everything? And the very first thing is to think from your goals, not of your goals. So let's talk about that first. Jane, what do you think about that? Yeah, it, it would be normal for us to feel some kind of stress after we, you know, 
lost everything or had to start over. But I think that the first thing that we would do or the first thing that we would coach anybody to do is to to act as if you already have it, right? To operate like you already have what you want to create. And I know that that can sound overly simple. It can sound um, a little cliche, like, oh, it's easy for you to think that way because you've already been there. You've already had success or you've already created blah, 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 blah. And I get that. And it's still the truth, (laughs) right? Like it's still the truth. Because something happens when you're able to make decisions like you already have what you want to create. That's right. And it doesn't mean that it's not scary because it can still be scary. But you always want to be making decisions and taking action from what you want to create and what you want to accomplish. Yeah. And so, guys, what we found through a lot of coaching and through running this program for a long time is that you can have the best strategy in the world. But if you don't have a solid mindset to go with it, it's just never going to work. And I resisted this idea for a really long time. I really was like, oh, the mindset stuff. It's a bunch of voodoo, blah, blah, blah. It's a bunch of nonsense. Just tell me step by step what I have to do. But I can tell you guys, you can have two people following the exact same strategy. And one of them is doing the mindset work and one of them is not. And the person who's doing the mindset work will get radically, radically different results. You know, when we looked at our Millionaire Alliance clients, so some of our most successful clients, people that you've seen me interview on here, people that are doing hundreds of thousands of dollars in revenue every month, they've got a multi-million dollar business. And we look at the difference between those people and the people who struggle. I swear, I swear to you, it's the people that are doing the mindset work and that are really investing in creating that positive mental attitude. Those are the ones that are succeeding. Whereas the other people are really, really, really struggling, even if they're doing the exact same thing and following the exact same strategy. That's a huge point, Russ. The thing about like we talked about yesterday with Matt and remember, Matt was $200,000 in debt and he did the mindset work and he he saw himself here. But Reverend Schuler said something which was brilliant. What would you do in life if you knew you couldn't fail? And as we were, you know, again, let that one sink in. How would you show up to your online business or your impact business if you knew you could not fail? And before we jumped on, we were kind of going around about, you know, what are those distinctions? And one of the greatest ones for me would be when we know that we can rebuild it even bigger. And and when you show up knowing you're going to win and have the ability to win and you're absolutely committed to win only, It's only a matter of time. And there's certain strategy steps that you must take along the way. But the biggest thing for me would be we would be showing up knowing that we can do it. And and everybody else out there, that's what Matt showed up. He had no other choice but to win. You know, he would already lost. And so many other people. um, But to me, that was a big one, is that if you show up to Jane's point, you show up to win and you show up knowing it's possible. If you're willing to pay the price, if you're willing to do the work, if you're willing to be coachable, there's always a way for the committed and there's always an excuse, an obstacle or a condition for those that aren't. So we would have a lot of that out of the way, even if we didn't have money, by the way. And we'll get to that, too. Yeah, the the tendency is, is you look at your results and based on your results or your circumstance, that determines how you feel, right? Mm-hmm. Like I look in my bank account and, oh, my gosh, there isn't enough. I'm then going to feel bad. Right. It's like this whole, you know, cause and effect. This this one thing happened and then therefore I'm going to feel this way. 
And the key to any kind of success is being able to mind your mindset, to focus your attention in the face of whatever result or circumstance is in front of you. Because only by doing that can you have tenacity, can you have resourcefulness. It doesn't go the other way. Like you don't get resourcefulness after you've been successful. Mm. You become successful because you have resourcefulness. You have to believe it even when no one else does. Even when no one else can see it and no one else can see that success and no one else can see why you're, why you're going to win or why you're going to succeed, you have to be able to see it. And the only way that you're going to do that is to invest in that every single day where every single day you make a daily practice out of things like visualizing, things like gratitude, things like affirmations. I mean, whatever practice you want to use. For me, it's prayer, it's visualization, and it's being grateful in advance for the things that I want, where I'm visualizing these outcomes, these goals that I have as an already accomplished fact. And so I'm sitting there and I'm feeling like, oh, what would it be like if I was you know, flying around in a private jet? How good would that feel? What would the seats feel like? What would I order? What would I eat? Where would I go? And I was visualizing those things even when I didn't have a lot of money in the bank, even when I was just kind of starting out from scratch. And the more you create that in your imagination and your reality first, the more natural success begins to feel. And then your subconscious comes online and begins to work with you to create those outcomes. And so it's critical that you do that no matter what your bank account balance is. I don't care if you're starting out where literally there's zero or you're $200,000 in debt like Matt was yesterday when I interviewed, you know, like Matt was talking about yesterday in our interview, you know, or if you even if you have a million or five million or 10 million in the bank, that's gotta be a part of your process because if it isn't, you're building your house on sand. You're building your house on, you're building your mindset on externals instead of building your externals on your mindset. It's always surprising to me too, how we can talk ourselves out of doing it, right? Like I'm too busy. I can't do that. I, I got to get to work, right? I, I got to, I got to dive in. I got to do this. I got to do that. And we talk ourselves out of doing the most important thing that there is. It would be more important for you to spend 10 minutes working on directing your focus of getting in an emotional well-being of gratitude and feeling blessed would be even more effective than picking up the phone and making 10 phone calls. (laughs) It really would because those 10 phone calls that you're going to make after you do your mindset work are always going to be more effective and more impactful because you focus your attention. So it's the one thing that absolutely cannot be missed. It's the one thing that cannot be skipped over. It is a constant, constant area of focus is checking in. Where is your mindset? Where is your practice? What are your daily habits that's going to get you set and ready to go? Because if you don't do that, When you hit an obstacle and you will hit an obstacle, especially if you're starting over, you're going to hit obstacle after obstacle after obstacle. Everywhere you turn, there are going to be challenges because you know what? It's called life and building a business can be hard. Building a business is about growing. It's about creating muscle and it's about overcoming obstacles. And you are going to have way more muscle to deal with those obstacles and those challenges if you've, you've been in the gym with your mind and you've set yourself right. 
I think that one really important thing to think about, and some of you may be sitting here like, really, if you had nothing to start over with, you tell me to start with my mindset. Yes. And, <laughs> and, and the answer is yes. And the reason why, and I think what a lot of people get hung up on is they think that in order to have their mind right and be able to be confident in that this will be resolved and they will find a solution is that they have to know how they're going to do it. And I think that you can choosing to believe that you can do this and it will work out. And, and like Russ talked about visualizing and knowing where you're going, you don't have to know the how in order to feel confident in that. The how will come. There are people that can help you with that. But I want you guys to really think about that. It, we get hung up on that. Well, I want to make a million dollars a year, but I don't know how I'll do it. And so therefore they don't believe that it's possible. And then that derails everything. So I think an important part when it comes to your mindset is that you don't need to necessarily know the how right now, but you have to be focused on where you're going. And as you're focused on that, the how you will figure out how. Yeah. But no one who ever did anything extraordinary ever really knew how they were going to do it. I mean, yeah. ever. I can't think of a single example. Even building this company, I mean, we couldn't see all 10 steps. We could barely even see the next step, but we could see the destination. We right. could see where we were going. And yeah. if you've got a clear picture in your mind of where you want to go and you make that absolutely real to yourself, you will find a way mm -hmm. to make that work. And probably the biggest shortcut that you can have is to invest in mentoring and to find people who have gone there before and just mm -hmm. follow in their footsteps because they can lay out the path for you, kind of just like we're going to lay out the path for you right here on this call. Yeah. A lot of this, too, going back, I wanted to stack on that what Adrian and, and Jane and you said because it's very true. I remember when it wasn't working for me. And the only way I was able to stay out of depression, frustration and all that was to take a break, breathe, get back and feel my goal as if I had it now. I know right. the facts out there, the facts out there, you got your ass kicked. You're, that's not working. It's not working. You're broke. I got bills. I don't know how I'm going to pay it. I get it. And the only way I was able to do it, though, is to get back. And I know it's hard, but to feel the goal. Now, the other thing you're doing, too, is you are controlling your subconscious mind about what is the outcome. The more you do it, even when you don't see the result, you're giving your mind a place to put a target and it grows. The very first time, you remember, I remember when we talked about originally doing a million dollars a month, and that was a distant destination. We held that vision, and it took on a life of its own because it wasn't just you. Then it was me and Jane and Adrian and, and then the company and everybody, and it grew. But we held that vision every day, whether the facts in the short term counted or not. And it kind of if, if you can hold it through, even though the facts don't count in the short term, you can achieve it. And then your action to Adrian's point, then your action steps, even if they're wrong action steps, but they're in the right direction, that's better than sitting on the couch. And you won't know what to do. Martin Luther King had a great quote. You don't need to see the whole staircase. You just need to see the next step. And most people never take that step to Adrian's point because they're waiting for a perfect plan. The perfect plan is set your destination and start walking. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So guys, I hope we emphasize that enough that I don't care whether you're just starting out or whether you've been doing this for a long time. You've got to start with that mindset. And if you're not making a daily practice out of that, I got to tell you, it is your number one job. Start today to begin to take care of that. Because like I said, I don't care how much money you have in the bank. What matters is what's going on up here. And if I shifted my thinking from thinking about success and focusing on success to thinking about failure and focusing on failure, 
this whole show we're doing wouldn't be a thought experiment because we really would lose everything and we really would have to start over. And so we don't want that to happen. And so even at the level we're at now, I would say even especially at the level we're at now, we are focused like a laser on our mindset and on keeping it exactly where we want it to be. So that's the first step. Okay. So that's where we would start. The second thing we would do is identify a problem or outcome that you can solve. So, so many people do this the wrong way. They think of starting a business and they, they start by thinking about something that they're excited about or something that they're into. Well, I'm really into yoga. So let me, I'll, I'll make something about yoga or I'm really into, you know, knitting. So I'll make something about knitting or I'm a really amazing accordion player. So let me make an offer about how to create, how to, how to play the accordion. And, and all those things are fine. But what you should really look at is what are the needs that you see out there in the world that people have and what are the problems that people have and what outcomes can you help those people create? So instead of starting by looking into yourself and saying, well, what do I want to talk about or what am, what am I excited about? Look at what are the problems that I see out there that I know that I could fix and start there. I think it's important for people to absolutely do what they know, what their skill is, right? Like everybody has a skill and sometimes they're very closed minded and how, what they can do with that skill. So a lot of times we'll have people, they'll be like, well, I worked in the corporate world and I helped manage teams of people and this and that. And, and they have a hard time finding ways that that translates into different things. So I think it's a really good idea that you talk about like, what are the problems out there that people have that they really need fixed and how do my skills translate into creating an offer around that because you definitely want to do the things that you're really good at, but think outside of the box in terms of how that could apply to different industries. The other one I would stack on that, Russ, is in, which I love what Adrian said, was also, are you passionate about it? And, you know, does this inspire you to wake up? Does this inspire you to show up and really go to work and figure out how would I solve that if it was a huge problem for me or somebody else? And usually people get caught up, Adrian, kind of what you just said about the how. Well, I've been trained as a corporate HR. I have 10 years. But is that really the problem you solve? No. You worked for a company and taught them how to get top flight engaged employees. That's the real problem. You have a skill set. You can identify and help a company attract the right people. You can help them get motivated, feel recognized. And when people start thinking in terms of, does it inspire you? And I see a lot of people, they're good at this, but they hate it. And they try and build a business around it versus does it inspire you? It's one of the greatest things I love about this team is I don't know how many, probably seven days a week, even if we're not here, we're texting each other. We're on Slack. We're excited. We're, oh my God, Adrian's all geeking out about the next breakthrough that she found on someone, you know, and <laughs> I kid you not, but it's so cool to have people that are passionate about their niche. Mm-hmm. And that's another one. That's where a lot of the magic comes from is understanding and solving that problem and really being passionate about it. Yeah, absolutely. So, okay. So then once you've got that nailed down and you're like, look, this is the problem that I can solve. This is what I want to specialize in. Then we really don't think that you should waste your time with anything small. We think you should go right for the throat and create a results driven high ticket offer. So let me just define that in case you guys don't usually listen to this podcast or this show and you're not really sure what that means. What that means is that you're going to create an offer that is designed to solve that big problem. And if it really is a big problem, then usually that's something that you can sell for between a $3,000 to $10,000 price point. 
So as far as how you deliver that results-driven high-ticket offer, it really is up to you. Some people try to do like one-on-one mentoring. They love to work with clients one-on-one. Other people like to do like a small event, like a three-day seminar, a three-day intensive workshop. What works for most of our clients at Clients on Demand and what we would probably start with if we had to start over is to say, okay, well, we're going to create an eight-week online workshop that's designed to solve this problem. And so that those workshops usually have two big components. One is training and then one is Q&A and support. So let's just say, for example, that every Monday you might get online and do a training call. And then every Thursday you might come on and do a Q&A call where your clients can ask you questions to get the support that they need. And you might do that every week, week after week for eight weeks. But that's it. That's all you need to, to, to be a, a, a high ticket offer. That is something that you could easily sell for $3,000 to $10,000 or more, but that would also create a great experience for your clients and be something that's very outcome driven and very results driven. And what's also cool about that model is that you can deliver that from anywhere in the world. All you need is a laptop and an internet connection. And I'll say one more thing that's really cool that you might not notice is I would not create all of that stuff in advance. I really wouldn't. What I would do is create maybe like the first week of training and then I would give the entire program live. So in other words, what I would do is create the first week of whatever it was I was going to teach and then I would hustle, hustle, hustle to enroll new clients, which we're going to talk about in just a minute. But as soon as I enrolled people into it, I would deliver that program live. So I don't want you to, so you can do that right now. Well, I don't think that you even have to create a whole big membership site, for example, or create like 50 videos or create this whole course from start to finish. You can do the entire freaking thing live, which basically means that you're getting paid to create this new program. And that's the way that we always do it. When I want to roll out a new offer, we roll it out, we enroll people, and then we do the program live so that we're getting paid up front to create that content rather than kind of creating all that content and spending weeks and months and years putting it together and then crossing our fingers and hoping that someone invests in it. So I hope you guys understand that distinction because it's really powerful. If you try to create the perfect program up front, you're going to spend months and years making it perfect and you're probably never going to get it off the ground. But if you set yourself a deadline and say, hey, I'm doing this workshop and it's starting on November 15th, let's rock and roll, let's pull the trigger and you do it live, then you can get paid up front to then go and create that content. And you're really putting yourself in a situation where you have a gun to your head, but that's the best thing you can do for yourself is to create that deadline that you just can't get away from. It will certainly kick you out of the nest. And it's like, when you know they're going to be there, you show up and it's, you know, it's like, boom, you have to deliver. And I watch a lot of people that don't do what you just said with no starting line and they hide in it. Oh, I need a new book. I need more stuff. I need, I need to get my membership site. And next thing you know, there's three months, six months, a year in or more, and they still haven't helped one person. So there's something magical when you said it's going to be launched. And when you sign up five, 10 people, not only did you get paid 25, 50 grand, but now you need to deliver. And what we've seen is when people have people waiting, they will deliver. So it's a great cat, guys. I hope you caught that. Well, what's so freeing about this, honestly, is when I was first starting my business online, I was like, oh, I should do a launch or I should do a membership site. I looked around at what other people were doing and membership sites were incredibly popular at the time. And the amount of time that it took me to find someone, hire them to design my membership site, to record the material, to plan the marketing campaign, to create a webinar, to do all of these things. It took me 
almost, almost a year from the time I decided I was going to do a membership site to the time when I actually rolled it out and launched it. It took me a year. And you know how many people signed up to pay me $47 a month after all of that time and blood, sweat and tears and money that I put into it? One, one person from my list signed up for my $47 a month membership site after a year of me spending thousands of dollars on a membership site, hundreds of hours of creating the material and designing it and editing it and getting all those things ready. And one person from my list signed up and talk about the biggest waste of time of your entire <laughs> life. And it's so painful. And, and so I hope those of you that are listening, that this is like really freeing for you. Like it's almost like the shackles are just coming off because to be able to create something and be able to roll this baby out in the next four weeks or what? I mean, you could probably even do it faster. It depends on how much grit you have and how determined you are. You know, you could put in more hours and get it done faster. Um, But it really is special. And we don't think about that, right? Like the world, what do you do? You invent a product, right? And then you have, you already have the product and you go out and you sell the product to the world. And kind of our society um, is, is um, it's not brainwashed, but conditioned to do that, right? You create it first, then you go out there and you sell it. And so it can seem really crazy to think like, I need to know what I'm going to sell before I sell it. And we get a lot of people that come into clients on the man that worry about that. Like I can't possibly get on the phone and talk to somebody and enroll them in my program. And I haven't even created my program. Or and else they're like, who, do, who else is already doing this? Or right. how else is somebody else doing it? And you get yep. really stuck in that comparing and well, so-and-so is doing this and so-and-so, you know, right. it, and it gets so debilitating. And that's where, th- that's exactly why we're always talking about the mindset piece also has to come into it. Yeah. Well, that's right, and because so, that's yeah. what's going to give you the guts to sell the thing in the first place and to make these big moves. Like, you, you know, if you guys are listening to this and you, you have to start over from scratch or you're starting from scratch or if we lost everything, like we would be looking to make big moves, you know, even with limited resources. You, you create this program, you put it out there, you give yourself some aggressive deadlines. So you just have to dive in and do it and you have absolutely no choice. Yeah, Russ, I mean, as long as you know the outcome of your program then you can sign people up for it. it it's, right. it's that simple. You don't have to prepare it in advance. And that is really exciting to be able to generate income quickly and then put in the work. There was one thing, Russ, I love that. And that's also why we went back. Why specifically, what problem do you specifically solve and want to solve? Because now you can put intentional action to it. The other thing, Russ, I remember is so funny because this is another hiding place. I remember listening to you talk to somebody who was arguing with you. Yeah, but I need a website. Yeah, but I need a blog. I need a, I need at least an Amazon bestseller. I need a, I need this. I need all this stuff. And you're like, wait a minute. I've helped a bunch of people make six figures and they don't even have a site yet. And it's amazing. Cause again, it's like to getting back to Jane's point on mindset. Those are hiding places. What if you didn't need a blog? What if you didn't need a New York Times bestseller? What if you didn't need that? What if you got really, really good at solving one problem better than anybody? You can immediately capture your market. It's it's crazy to see how that, but I remember a person defiantly hiding in all that stuff. Well, it's a it's a it's a way of measuring I'm good enough, right? Well, I have this and I have this and I have this and I have this and I have this, therefore I must be good enough and I must be um valid. I must have something mm-hmm. to offer. 
And the truth is, is that, yeah, we, you say we have to have a specific result, a specific problem we want to solve. And you have to believe you can solve that problem. Like, Mm -hmm. so we're saying, yes, create it on as you go. And that's awesome. I love that, that that's exactly what our clients do. And you also need to believe you can solve that problem because having a great website will not have you solve a problem. Having an amazing blog will not have you have the ability to solve that problem. Reading, you know, writing a book will not necessarily mean that you can solve that problem. You have to believe you can solve an impactful problem. Mm-hmm. So much of what's being taught out there, guys, and then and then we'll move forward to actually how you enroll people. But I just want you to understand kind of the theme here that so much of what's being taught out there really is just getting ready to get ready, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's all of these extra steps. Well, no, 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 you got to have this, and then you got to have that, and then you got to have this, and you have to have this other thing. So what we're doing, guys, and this is how we built the business in the first place, is we just stripped out all that nonsense. Well, can you do this without a website? Actually, it turns out, yeah, you can. Can you do this without a big complicated funnel? Yeah. Can you do this without having 10 different offers and 10 different things and, and without doing all this content marketing and blogging and all this other stuff? Yeah, you really can. And so I want you guys to understand that what we're giving you here today is the bare bones, the bare minimum of like, if you just did this, you can get things off the ground so much faster than if you're trying to use some other more complicated approach. And I hope you guys see that. All right, so once you've got your results-driven high-ticket offer, and again, we suggest that you do that sucker live, the next thing you should do is enroll who you can. Now, I know this sounds vague, but let's talk a little bit about the fact that right now, even if you don't have a big list, even if you don't have a Facebook following, what are some of the resources that you have right now to find some people that have that problem? And you could sit down today and make a list of everybody that you know whether you know them on Facebook or whether they're in your friends list or whether they're actually friends in real life. For those of you that have friends in real life, I don't have any of those. Um, <laughs> but for those of you that have friends in real life, like who are the people that have this problem that you could reach out to today to get them enrolled in what you've got? Um, this comes up a lot, Russ. I'll take it and then uh, toss it to the ladies. But but it's not that there isn't, aren't people available. If I'm in the health space, there are 70% of Americans are overweight, 80% are looking to lose weight. Okay, so that's 200 million or so. If I'm in the relationship space, 50% of the people will end up in divorce. So you're now at about 150 million. So it's not a matter of are they available? It's whether you have confidence, just like Jane, if do you have confidence to go find them and offer a solution? If you don't believe you can offer a solution, you won't ask. But let's say you've done the work and now you're ready to go out there. This was also another myth um, where, oh, I, I have to have everything built before I can help somebody. What about networking groups, BNI, LATIP, um, Ali Lassen's Leads Club? There's tons of them. You go buy lunch, you go there, you get to talk in front of 10 people to 30 people who are conditioned to look for people that you could would refer you. I know people that have made six figures just from that. That's one. Two, how about church? Do you belong to one? Ask. How about if, uh, your phone book? Pick up your phone. How many people would you invite to a wedding? Out of those three to 300 to 500 people, 10 to 30 of them have the problem you solve, but you're not asking. Neighbors, how about your hairstylist? How about your insurance agent? People you're giving business to. Mm -hmm. But the challenge is you're not asking. So let's simplify that down too. Number one is you need to understand and clarify the problem you solve. But then ask them, hey, I'm in the business of solving this problem. Do you or anyone you know need help with that? Who do you know? 
And if you did that to 500 people, there's your seed capital. Mm-hmm. You will not get through 500 people and not find 10 to 30 people are going, oh, my God, I was just praying about that. My wife and I got in a fight over it. Or I just figured this out. So, you know, there's a very famous person. He needed to spend $3,500 to join a program. He had no money. He was living in his Volkswagen. He door knocked in a city he didn't know every day, all day for about 10 hours a day for two and a half days and finally found a teller at a bank who said, I, the bank said no, but I believe in you. I've never seen anyone do this. That's why you, why he's famous today. But that is available to everyone. It's a myth that the money isn't available. It is a myth that there's nobody there that needs your help. And again, it's another hiding place. And guys, look, we teach all these online marketing strategies like Facebook ads and all this other stuff. But like what we're doing for today for this challenge is to say, well, what if we literally had nothing? What if we had no money, no budget, no nothing? But even that, guys, is a limiting belief in and of itself because there are people you could go to right now in your network that you could enroll into your stuff. And even if you wanted to dive into things like paid advertising and and, and some paid marketing stuff, there are people you could go to today to see if they would help you out, to see if, I mean, you know, we've had so many clients that are these huge success stories where it's like, okay, I didn't even have the money to join COD. You know, my dad lent me the money. My mom lent me the money. I took out a credit card, whatever it is, because these people did what they had to do. They got resourceful and they did what they needed to do to, 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 to make their dream happen. So even if you're starting at a dead start, you can tap into your network. You can tap into the people you know, just like Mark said. And and if you want to even dive into paid advertising, all you need is a little bit of capital to get going with that. So if you're sitting there and you're thinking to yourself, well, I don't have anything. I can't get started. I can't get off the ground. All of that stuff is a limiting belief. And that's why we started this call talking about mindset first and foremost, because that's where that head trash lives. And you got to get that stuff out because it's going to poison you and rob you of your dream. Well, I mean, let me tell you, I've, I was that person. I've, I've lost everything. I've, I've lost my home, gone through bankruptcy, had no money. You know, someone who can't get a credit card, right? Cause it just been through where we lost everything. And the key in those moments and what made the difference for me is, like you said, reaching out to people, you know, I actually went old school and wrote a letter and wow. put it in the mail to every person I had ever known that had done any kind of, I had a previous business. And so in that business, I sold it and then things in life got hard. <laughs> and so I wrote a letter and put mailed it in the mail to every person I'd ever done business with. I mailed it to friends that I knew and I did everything that I could from selling my kids toys to selling my favorite purses and everything else to, to, until I had that money to then I could start investing it in ads and start investing it in program. For those of you who don't know, I was a COD student four years ago. And so I know what it's like to have nothing. And for someone to say to you, well, you can find it somewhere. And I have to tell you that if you are determined enough and you believe that it will work and you know, you have a problem you can solve that you can find a way And it just takes some hustle and grit to get out there and do it and get resourceful and think about what can I do? And it could, it would have been very easy for me to just fire off an email to all those people that I know, but I believe that it would be very too easy for them to ignore an email. And so you either pick up the phone (laughs) or I went the route of thinking, you know what, it'll make a big statement to send them something in the mail. And of course on there, I invited them to call, call me and four people called me. I mailed out probably 300 letters 
only four people called me, but all four of them became my first clients in starting my in starting my business. And so there is a way if you want this bad enough, I promise you I've been for those of you who think you're in the darkest moments of your life, I've been there. And you absolutely can find people to help you or find a way to make the money so that you can get moving. I love that. And part of the way thing I love most about that is you just put yourself on the line, you know, like (laughs) just put it out there. Just put yourself on the line. And I do think, you know, I think there's value in having a website and having, you know, a blog, if that's what you want to do in addition to, to these other things. I don't think it's the fastest way to grow your business. And I also do believe it's a way to hide. Like it's much easier Mm -hmm. to put something out on a blog or even a Facebook post than it is to show someone your true self your heart, your authenticity, and you're willing to put yourself in the line and say, I can solve this problem. And I say this because you, you know, you're scrolling on Facebook and you're seeing what people are posting on Facebook. Russ, you and I were talking about it and people get bold. Like they'll, people post things on Facebook that they would never stay standing to you next in line, you know, or or, like, it's so easy to be brave sitting behind your computer screen and just like, or in front of your, you know, your phone and just like shoot something off. You know, what's brave, what's brave is putting yourself on the line. What's right. brave is reaching out to people that, you know, reaching out people that you don't know and be willing to have a conversation. And again, that goes down to who you are, the identity you hold yourself to. And for Adrian, she was on the line. She was on the line. She had a family. She had two little kids. And she's like, you know what? I am going to make this work. It was like, you know, stake in the sand. I am going to do whatever it takes. And in doing that, she was able to invest in, in clients on demand. And she was able to, she actually got herself out. She used to tell the story to, to a live <laughs> event with Russ. And, you, you know, it's, and, it's just important to clarify that, that it's that bravery of reaching out and not hiding behind your computer screen. It's awesome to have a leveraged business. It is amazing to have an online business. I feel blessed by it every single day, every single day. And in order to have an online business, you have to have the guts and the tenacity and what we call real life. You got to have that first. Yeah. Yeah. If you don't, you're just going to be sitting there and you're never going to take action. So I hope you guys understand, like what we're talking about here is taking immediate action. If you're in a situation where it's not working for you, period, and you're just like, this is, I'm meant for something more than this. I want something more than this. What's going to get you out of it is getting your mindset right and then taking bold action every single day. It's not it's not that getting ready to get ready. It's not saying, well, I have to have this before I have this. I have to have my blog. And if I'm going to have my blog, I need to pick out the perfect theme. And I'm going to spend two hours today picking out the perfect theme or five hours today picking out the perfect theme. Oh, no, wait. I don't know how to install it. Oh, I better go find a tech guy. <laughs> Let me go on Odesk and I'll spend eight hours today just looking at different profiles of people who could install this for me. Like literally, I'm, I'm sharing these things because I've done all of this. Well, um, you forgot about taking the pretty pictures on Instagram taking too. The, taking, <laughs> right, taking the pretty pictures on Instagram, all that stuff. But like, that's what we do when we are hiding. That is what we do when we are avoiding. Because you can sit there and you can tell at the end of the day, you can tell your husband or your wife, oh, what did you do today? Oh, I did so much. I was on Instagram. I was posting pictures. I was getting my WordPress theme. Blah, blah. So busy. So I was like so busy. But what you weren't doing are the one or two scary things that can change it all for you. 
and yeah. and if you look at those things that are so scary, if you really deconstruct what is the worst case scenario, usually the worst case scenario is someone says no. And God forbid, God forbid you offer your thing to someone and they say no. We hear no. I mean, how many times a day do we hear no, Mark? We hear no like 25 times a day at least. Easy. Easy. And and what we're the way that we look at it is is we're hearing people saying no to their dream. But mm-hmm. what we look for, we love them all and let God sort it out. But we're looking for the ones that are committed to their dream. Because when somebody's committed to their dream, they're saying yes to that and we just help them achieve it. And Russ, there was something else I wanted to stack on that that I thought was interesting. Um, some of our, the top most successful people that are now, you know, you know who they are, but that are doing uh, over seven figures a month or a year, excuse me. One of them, she borrowed the money from it, got the money back from an ex-boyfriend because she was so defiant. She called him up and said, you owe me back rent, pay now. And she said it with such certainty, he paid. Today, she makes over $3 million. And, and obviously, disclaimers, everybody's different. It's hard work, blah, 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 blah. Another one who now is kicked ass in the real, uh, the relationship space. She was so broke. This was her last rung. And she took out, got a, found a way to get somebody to invest in her. Another one sold a bunch of stuff that they had to find it. And, but there's, there's a magic there, just like what Adrian's talking about. When you're willing to lay it on the line and find a way and you've, you have your boats burned for you, meaning you have no other choice, but you're sick and tired of being broke and getting your ass kicked. That's when you're going to give it your all. That's what we heard from yesterday with Matt. That's what we've heard from Marnie and all these different people you guys have heard on these podcasts. But when you're sick and tired of being sick and tired of getting your ass kicked and you're ready to bring your purpose to the world, there's always a way. And even our team, we will walk through 10, 15 different ways if somebody's committed to find a way. We don't waste our time. If they want another excuse, just pick one. You don't like my hair color. Cool. Pick something. Only thing like that matters, either. are you committed to bringing it and are you committed to getting, bringing your dream to the world? And if you are, we'll help you find it. But so many different people, our top earners were the ones that were the brokest. That's right. Why yeah. is that? Because they found a way. You I would challenge everybody out right. there. I wonder how many of you, not counting your mortgage, have $200,000 of immediate debt that's due now because that's where Matt was. How many of you guys are there? And it's like, Russ, I know you when you were at a mastermind. The difference in what Adrian said, though, was that she never gave up hope of that dream. Even in the middle of chaos, even in the middle, that was the only thing that kept her going. That was her true north. When you went to go meet with this Russ guy and, oh, my God, and the room rate was 300 bucks a night. And you were like, I can't even afford the airfare. Yeah. (laughs) But again, if you're committed, guys, you know, the team is there to help you, too. We've helped people that are upside down. It doesn't matter where you are. Only thing I care about, if that's the case where on the map are you? You might be $5 million in debt. That's still nothing compared to a guy $100 million in debt. But where are you? Once we know that, then we need to know where do you want to go and how committed are you? Because if you're committed, there's always a way. Some of you might be able to knock it out in 30 days, maybe six months. Some of you are so far upside down, it might take you two years. So what? You've been spending 40, 50 getting your ass kicked. Let's turn turn it around. But the thing <laughs> so, is too, like when you're looking at a high ticket offer, the power of that, is that things can go from zero to 60 really fast. Very fast. Very fast. And I'm not saying that like, you know, that it's going to be super easy or any of that other stuff. I mean, it is, it is difficult. Like it takes guts and heart to do the things we're talking about. But if for every yes, you're putting 5k in your pocket because you have a 5k offer 
and you do exactly what Mark said, where you talk to like 50, 100 people that you know, and you get five or 10 of them to say, yes, that's 25, 50 grand, boom, that comes into your pocket just like that. And how much would that change your life? It's amazing. Like, like think about Adrian said she sent out 300 letters and she talked to four of them or four of them reached out and and amazingly four of them decided to be her clients. But like, that's that, that's that grit, right? Like, and, and because she had a hot ticket offer, right? Because she was adding massive amounts of value and solving a real problem that completely changed your life, right? Like that, that gave you a whole different perspective, a whole different seed of what you could then now reinvest and put into your business. Like mm-hmm. that's what's so amazing is that if you're willing to do what's hard, if you're willing to do what doesn't feel good, right? Mm-hmm. Like you always have to do what is that one thing that I'm resisting, that one thing that feels that feels a little scary and you do that first, that's what will create momentum. That's what starts you down that path. That's it. That thing that you're resisting and scared of is usually the thing that you most need to do. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Adrian, when you started, did you, did you know everything you needed to know? Were you the world's best expert in Facebook ads when you got those four clients or were you a thousand percent committed to doing everything you could? I mean, I actually, when I took on those clients, I didn't even know how to do Facebook ads. I just knew how to do marketing in general. You know, it's old school, but I knew that I, I knew how I knew marketing and I knew I could help business owners. Um, what I didn't know though, like when I signed up with COD, I remember my husband asking me like, what did you just sign up for? And I'm like, I don't know. I just know this dude. <laughs> and like, I'm not the kind of personality that asks a lot of questions. Like if I'm like, cool, you say we can do it. All right. And so after the fact, my husband's like, what did you just buy? And I'm like, I actually don't know, but he says that in eight weeks, <laughs> like, I'm going to have this high ticket offer and I'm going to be able to make money. And, you know, and he delivered. My, husband's, my husband's asked me all these questions and I'm like, I, that's, that's a good question. I should ask that. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but what is interesting that Russ touched on is like, you know, we were like, Hey, let's start with who do you know? And who could you make you, you sign up to work with you right away. But then once you're making that money, it's about like investing in, in ads. And I can tell you that when I first started out, um, spending money on ads was terrifying. Like I remember when I was, I was just trying to get by with spending like $10 a day on ads. And then as my, my funnel was doing better, Russ was like, you need to spend more money, um, to get more out of it. And I remember the first time that I was going to spend $80 in a single day on ads. And I sat there like crying over it. My husband's like, you better do whatever he told you to do. You paid to be in this program. You freaking do whatever he says. And he's like, you know, I'm sitting there crying with my like credit card in my hand. Like it's $80, you know, and it was really scary. But again, I knew that I had this goal and this vision of what I wanted my life to be like, what I wanted it to be like for my family. And I did see this and believe that this was the way to do it. And so as scary as it was, I did it. And it's almost like playing in the lottery when you're playing on Facebook. You're going to put this money out there. And how much are you going to get back? You know, and um, and luckily at Clients on Demand, we have a system that is really incredible when it comes to ROI. And so I get that it's scary, but you have to do it scared. You Mm -hmm. do it scared. Don't stop taking action because you're scared out of your mind about what's going to happen. Just focus on the dream and the belief that you have and do it scared. Yeah. 
And and that's the thing, too. I wanted just to point out that she was committed to serve people past a problem and she was figuring it out as she went. But here's the other thing. You only have to be one to two steps ahead of the person behind you to know, to lead the way. <laughs> that's true. And you were always hustling. You were getting out there. You were studying. And very quickly, you became one of the top experts in the entire field. And you've never taken your foot off the gas. So that's the other one, too. If you know a problem and you can solve it, if you're really committed to solving it, you're ahead of their competitors. Yeah. 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 And that's the thing is that your competitors are going to give up when it gets hard. And so as long as you stay the game and you don't give up, you're going to win. Because most people will give up when it gets hard. Mm. And it does get hard. That's, and it does. That's, huge. And it does. That's the thing, guys. Like, look, you know, we're we're sharing our experience with you, and we want to make this as simple as we can. When we say simple, we mean eliminate all the garbage that you just don't need to worry about because there's so much clutter in your mind about, well, I got to do this, and I got to do this, and I got to do this. So, really, what we're about doing is just stripping away anything that isn't absolutely necessary and just simplifying it for you. But nobody can make it easy. You're going to have to dig deep and you're going to have to find your guts and your courage and your faith. And you're going to have to take action even when you're scared. I would say, especially when you're scared, just like Adrian just said, but that's entrepreneurship. That's what it means to be a business owner. And nobody, nobody can make it so that you don't have to go through that part. It just, but Russ, the other one too, is that's why a peer group is so important when you're walking and you have guides who have done this over 2,500 times to them. Like you said, it's not scary. It's called Wednesday. This is what we do. (laughs) You know what what I mean? It's like, we know what to do. It's like, okay, got it. Adrian knows what it feels like to have a meltdown over $80 a day ad spend, but we know how to make the game win. And it's like, it's time to do my Facebook live meltdown zone, but we've done hundreds of them and helped people do that or a hundred Facebook lives to be specific. (laughs) And, but you know what I mean? When you've done it and you have a team that can see it or, you know, the team with our mindset coaches and can see it and give you that confidence, there's something magical. Even if you're not a master getting through a landmine, but you've got a Navy SEAL or an EOD explosive ordnance guy, he'll walk you through it and get you to your goal. Really important. Yeah, 100%. Okay, so then once you've enrolled some people that, that you know, you've, you've gotten some people in the door, then you guys you guys have, that have seen the show know this is how we roll. Use a three-step funnel to attract clients. Use the simplest possible funnel to attract clients. And this is another one of those things where people make it way more complicated than it needs to be. Literally, run some ads, send those people to some kind of a video or presentation or webinar, and then invite them to a phone call. And that's it. That's all you need to do. That's all the, as complicated as it needs to be. And if you're doing this properly, you could literally, I mean, it takes, it takes us just a few hours to build one of these. I mean, it can, it is so much simpler than having to create some big old complicated funnel with all these upsells and downsells and cross sells and all this other stuff. You don't need any of that stuff. You can keep it as simple as this ad, webinar, phone call. That's it. I think people want results. They don't want more stuff, you know, and it's like the more stuff you keep offering, you take and dilute the power of your real point and your real problem that you solve. And now it's like, I've got 10 eBooks. I've got 10 other videos I need to watch. I just want to know, can you solve my one problem? That's a really good point, Mark, because, right, because the higher stakes the problem is, the bigger the problem is, the more quickly people want it fixed. You, You know, if your marriage isn't working, it's like, how much time do you have before your wife or your husband files for divorce? It's like that clock is ticking. So it's like, you don't have time to sit there and, and, and have some, some stupid marketer 
puts you through this funnel that takes six months of building a relationship before they finally offer you the one thing you came there for in the first place, which is something that can save your marriage or fix your marriage. You don't well, have This is the other that. part of it. They wouldn't be looking unless it was enough of a pain point today, meaning let's say back pain. I have no back pain today, but I know if my back got jacked, what's the first thing I'm going to look for? I can't move. I'm going to look for back pain specialist. And it's yeah. like they're there because in their entire life, their work isn't ha- their life isn't working. They've got a huge pain point and your best offer is a free ebook. And, and it's like, look, like you said, the average divorce is $80,000. Kids have a three times more likely chance to get divorced. You're going to be in it for seven years getting arguing and back and forth. And you're going to your solutions, an ebook or a free free report. No, and way. it's like I need that solved now. Right. You know, the problem and I'm probably going to make a lot of people mad when I say this, <laughs> uh, but I'm going to say it anyways, is that a lot of people are teaching other people to sell low ticket because you don't solve their problem. And so now you're not held responsible for anything and you get to keep selling them stuff. And so, and I'm honestly, that sounds really bad, but that's no, that's where, absolutely the truth. That's 100%. where low ticket came from. That's where low ticket came from. Oh, keep yeah. finding stuff you can sell them. So you keep making money and you never actually solve their problem. So you're not held responsible if your stuff doesn't work or if you, you don't actually change their life. And, um, so if you're, if you are really, really, it's important to you to fix people's problems and change their lives and change the world, then the low ticket is, is the, you need to run the opposite direction. Cause that just doesn't achieve the problem or doesn't achieve the, the solution that your clients need. And you are it not pushing them farther away from that solution because yeah. exactly. they think I've got a placebo. Exactly. Like if you are infertile and you want to have a baby, are you going to go to the doctor who's a hundred bucks? Are you going to go to the doctor who's $10,000? Like when you have this dire need and you have something you want so bad in your life, when you hear a low price tag, you automatically in your mind think he's probably not that good. (laughs) I actually would do that. If I get a quote from somebody and it's a really low price, I'm like, yeah, he's not as very good at what he does because why would he be charging such a low amount of money? And so if I have a really major problem in my life or my business that I need solved, the ch- I, the cheap guy I know is actually probably not going to solve my problem. No, I saw this the I other day. I saw an ad for laser eye surgery. It was like, laser eye surgery, 75% off, $200. I was like, hell no. It's like, you're not getting anywhere. Are you serious? Like, I don't want you like your discount cheap Come ass Come to my laser back end warehouse. I got some temporary equipment. Yeah, some idiot there $10 with like a laser pointer just poking around in my face. No, I'm yeah. just got my license Heck back. No. No, but yeah, Adrian, yeah. I want to, I want to talk about what you said for a second, cause that was like so profound and it's absolutely true. I remember we had a gal who joined COD one time and, and she was telling me about a program that she had been in just before she joined COD where the person was teaching a blogging strategy. And it was like a, this crazy expensive, like one year program. And, uh, it was like thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars. And the person was like, I'm going to show you how to build a blog and grow the audience from scratch. And he was like, and she was like, you know, Russ, I joined this thing. And, and the first thing the guy told me is it's going to take some time before you see results. And I was like, okay, well, how much time did he say? And she's like, well, it's going to take 12 months. And I was like, well, how long was the program? And she was like, 12 months. <laughs> and I was like, well, isn't that cool? Like you sign up. <laughs> like, do you can't expect to see results until after we're done working together so that you're, that you're out of there. And I think it's so true. What you're saying is that people are just terrified to, to, 
to really make the mental and emotional investment that it takes to get great outcomes for people. And so they hide behind, well, I'm just going to sell them a $7 ebook. I'm going to sell them a $47 program, whatever it is. And, and they're not willing to put it on the line and really go to bat for their clients to get them some amazing results. Yeah. The rest, I, I love this because again, I also think let's stack on that because it's very true. To me, you see these people out there selling information, which is the real thing we're talking about. They'll sign up 4,000 people. Guess who wins? The person on stage. How many of those 4,000 people that gave up a thousand bucks are going to actually get a 10, 20, 50 times return? Transformation occurs when you have somebody there that can move you past your fear, your, your different ones. So the person on stage, wow, boy, they made a lot of money. That worked for them, but it doesn't work for the client. To me, it's immoral. Now, if you do high ticket, now, all of a sudden, you get people that are qualified, committed to fix it now. So now the client actually gets a real result yeah. and you as the owner win. So it's a win-win versus a one-sided win. Yeah. And it's like, you know, it just boggles my mind where to Adrian's point and, and you meet them behind the scenes. They are not asking how many of our clients got results. That doesn't even come that up. That doesn't even they come, come up. up. <laughs> they ask, what else can we sell them? How do we get them into the next one? How, okay, so here's how you plant the seeds. Here's, let's do some NLP embedded commands. Okay, we need to start trickling. We need to start wetting the appetite. And it's like, how about you fix the freaking problem? And, and that's the game that they play. And at no time is anybody asking about that client out there whose marriage or family is on the line, whose kid is making bad decisions. It's like, why isn't that the thing leading the way? It boggles the mind, but you've talked to enough of them and we know them. I'm not, nobody's judge. To me, it's what I love about the way that we do it because it's a win-win. Our clients, that's what we celebrate. All the clients like Matt, all these people that are getting breakthroughs and transformation and their lives are changed. And again, when you make it that way, everybody should win. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. All right, guys. So once you have these clients coming in the door and you've got your funnel rocking and rolling, the next thing you need to do is just enroll these people on the phone. And there's so many misconceptions about this, Mark, that you and I have addressed a lot on the different shows that we've done. But what I want to touch on today is that you absolutely must be talking on the phone to your potential clients. Because otherwise, how do you know if they're a fit or not? So in other words, if you're running some big launch and you've just got all these people going to your add to cart button and they're clicking that add to cart button and they're signing up, it's like you don't know who's joining your program. You don't know if they're a fit you don't know if you can help them. You don't know if there's someone who's a big time victim or just a bad person or just crazy where they're going to just like one bad apple spoils the bunch and they're going to start ruining the experience for your other clients. You have no idea. The only way to know is like Jane said, is to get out from hiding behind your computer and have a real conversation with these people. But when you do that, that is going to give you the ability to enroll, not just any person who shows up, but the ideal clients, the perfect clients for your business. And when you do that, then you're building something that's solid. You're building something real where you've got a business now that can sustain itself because you're working with the right people. It's also the fastest way getting back to that part of what you're the hack and, and the hack is, is the fastest way from to a yes or a no. And at the end of the day, if you're not getting yes or no's, you're out of business, bottom line. If you're not talking to people and doing that. And then the second piece is, yes, skill set does matter. We've refined it in a way to help get to the truth. But if people would stop thinking about them as sales calls and start thinking about them as truth calls and just have an honest conversation with somebody, you know, if Adrian, Jane, you talk to a really good friend, 
you didn't have a PhD in psychology. It doesn't mean you could not offer good value to that person about a challenge they're having with their best friend. You could listen. You could do it and saying, hey, you know, are you are you really serious about fixing it? Let's fix it. And too many people, because they're so trained to think it's something else and they've forgotten about what it really is, is about an opportunity to help a fellow human being out of pain. Yeah. And and they overthink it. They make it this big, drawn out PhD level script that's like a novel. And they wonder why there's no connection and the people don't know if you care and whether you can solve it. And so, again, we have simplified the structure. That is important. But at the simplest terms, if people would stop selling and start serving people, they could start enrolling right now. They can enroll a lot more if they also have a structure and they understand how to get to the truth more effectively. Because when you guys are out on the phone, you're not just talking to that one person. You now are getting to talk to, it's like an STD, sales transmitted disease. And that (laughs) STD is every single salesperson that they ever spoke to. All the bad experiences are on that call with you right now. Oh, wow. And it's not you. It's all the deception, all the lies, all the pressure that they took. So strategies will help you get past that. And and also having a culture and having a system. And when the whole system is built on serving a client and helping them, it gets magic. And that's what you're seeing over and over again in the people we've helped. And that's 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 the approach we would use, guys. And then we would just scale it up. And 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 then it really just becomes about numbers and results and saying, okay, well, how many clients can we talk to? How many people can we can we en- enroll into our programs? And then how many people can we serve? And so what we've done is we've grown clients on demand is we've sort of kept an eye on three things. You've got your lead flow, which is how many people are reaching out to work with you. You have your enrollments, which is how many people are actually signing up. And then you've got your service delivery and your results. And so what happens with most businesses is that as their lead flow goes up and their sales go up, their delivery starts to just suck because there's more people coming through the program. But what we've done with COD is we've really made a a very strong effort to scale our program in a sustainable way. So that as we're bringing in more leads and as we're bringing in more sales, we're also making our delivery better so that each piece is getting better as we go. So that as you sell more, your customers and your clients should be getting better results, not worse results. And so that you're not trading greater volume at the expense of the client experience. But but that's all that we would do, guys. If we had to start over from scratch, this step-by-step step that we've given you is exactly what we would be doing. And we would take that foundation and just scale it up. So people ask us all the time, well, Russ, you know, you guys, you know, I was, I was, we've got people that have been on our list for like years and years and they've gone like, well, Russ, I remember when you were trying to get to 100K a month. And I remember when all of a sudden you were at 500K and then I remember you were at a million and now, you know, like 1.5 million a month or whatever it is. What are you doing different? And it's like nothing. Really nothing. We're just basically doing more of what we told you to do on this show. That's it. More conversations, more calls, more ad spend, more whatever. So this foundation that you're building, I want you guys to understand that when you go from one level to the next level, you're not throwing out all the stuff you were doing before. You're taking the same thing. You're just doing more of it and doing it at a higher level and a higher level and a higher level. And really, that's it. Hopefully that makes sense. (laughs) <laughs> well, well, there's a lot of very famous people that are telling you the opposite, which is what I love. And the thing of, again, being with seeing other companies, the thing I want to throw out there, which I really admire, every time we've talked about growing and scaling, we don't scale or grow until we know we can deliver a better product. And that always, we even with our Millionaire Alliance, with COD, does this or does this not get us better outcomes for the client? 
That is the question that drives every decision we make. And so we always start with that. And, you know, Jane, and you know, what's the outcome? Does this get us there? So I love that. And just as a, when I came on board, I love that because I knew the long-term impact. But the second thing that I love about, about what you're talking about is there's other people that getting back to what Adrian said, where they get you in and there's always an upsell and there's an upsell and there's an upsell. I know people that have gone to these programs where they need a landing page, they need a drip page, they need an email, they need a backend support, they need all this stuff and they never get off the launch. So there's something more to buy and nobody is sitting there helping them do it. Simple. There was a great quote and it was a professor, but he said, knowledge is the accumulation of data and information. But wisdom is the simplification and application of of that information. And when it's simple, it doesn't mean it's easy, but when it's simple and you can get your head around and you can chunk it down into ad, you know, webinar or VSL to phone call, if you do that, now we know where to put our time. And that's another reason, too, is you've taken all those 30 steps that people talk about branding, get a book, get all your website, all that crap, chunked it down into three things. And when you do that, and then you can master those three sections and you have somebody that's done it, sky's the limit. There is no shortage of people that need your help right now. None. So it's all right there for you. I mean, it really is. You know, even if you're completely starting from scratch, even if you've got nothing going on, you've got no following, no audience, nothing. The only thing that's holding you back is your fear and lack of a game plan. And that's it. If you have a game plan and you have proper support, and you are willing to fight through that fear and push through that fear, just like we've talked about today, in my opinion, there's no limit to what you can accomplish and to what you can build. And and by simplifying things as much as we have on this call, this is exactly what we're doing with our clients. That's how we're able to get people such fast results because we strip away all the nonsense and all the, the stuff that just doesn't matter and all the getting ready to get ready so that you can actually roll something out that you're proud of and begin to build that business that you're proud of. So guys, look, we've covered so much stuff today. If you want to reach out and talk to us about how we can work together so we can put you on the same journey that our clients are on, I want you to go to clientsondemand.com forward slash call. That's clientsondemand.com forward slash call. And the way it works is we'll get on the phone together for about 45 minutes. You can tell us everything that's working in your business, everything that's not working, what you've tried, what's, what's worked, what hasn't worked. And we'll put our heads together and come up with a game plan for you to actually create this business that you want. It'll be the most valuable 45 minutes you've ever spent working on your business. And if you've been hesitating or you've been holding back, the time is now because there's no limit to how far and how fast you can scale your business up in the next months or weeks if you really are willing to put your head down and get to work. So go to clientsondemand.com forward slash call and let us guide you through this every step of the way so that you're not doing it all on your own. And once again, guys, um, we are having a special private VIP Q&A session with me. Um, and if you want to, yeah, it'll be fun. And if you want to get access to that, go to clientsondemand.com forward slash contest and you'll get all of the, all the details about how to get on there. So guys, go to uh, clientsondemand.com forward slash contest to find out about the private Q&A call with me. And go to clientsondemand.com forward slash call to book your call with our team. Any parting shots, guys? Any words of wisdom before we bounce? This is like, uh, thank you so much for sharing all the wisdom that you guys shared on this call. I actually learned a lot. (laughs) The last thing I would throw out there, guys, is again, remember, you're not building your business in a vacuum. And again, one of the things, Russ, I know we did a training on it. It's not about you. Business is a vehicle for you to provide value to your fellow man. 
You've been gifted, I believe, with passion on your heart and additional skills to solve that problem like Adrian. I could not do what Adrian did under any circumstances. I'm not, I don't have the temperament. I don't have the attention to detail, but she's perfect for it. And it's like, where would she be if she decided, oh, I'm going to play small? All of the lives of everybody here was because she honored her skill set. And now she gets to use it in a way that makes impact. And I have a belief that you guys do too. What if Jane didn't use her skill set and help people liberate them from limiting beliefs? And so with that additional skill you've been given is the ability and it's a responsibility to share it with your fellow world and your fellow man because they don't have that skill. That's why they need you. And if you're being selfish with it and you're taking that, the parable of the talents and you're taking your gift and planting it in there, the world doesn't win. And what they have in the absence of you is uh, some schmuck up there who's got a great marketing funnel and fast words. But what they really need is a person who really cares, who would really be there to help them pass their deal. And the benefit on the byproduct, you can make as much money as you want to spend as as long as you're willing to share that gift and be committed to liberating people out of their suffering. That's all we're doing. Business is is our playground. And all we're doing is using the skills and that passion on your heart, putting it in a box and a program so you can go be the best version of you. And it's way better to be make money doing something you love than going ahead and working in a cubicle of somebody else's life. But again, you know, the parable of the talents, if you bury it, you know, the, the world loses. And I think the world needs people like you that really care. That's our tribe. So that's my parting shot. Right now, guys, you have clients that are just praying and hoping that you're going to show up. But if your marketing isn't dialed in and your business isn't dialed in, those people can never find you. And if they don't find you, they're never going to help. They're never going to get all of those results and outcomes that you can help them create. And that's a huge tragedy. But the flip side of that is also true. When your marketing is dialed in, then they can find you and they can work with you. Then they can go and experience those amazing outcomes. And so really at the end of the day, that's what it's all about for us at COD is we want to help you show up as your best self and we want to help you make the impact that you were born to make. So if you want us to help you do that, go to clientsondemand.com forward slash call. Guys, thank you for tuning in for our 100th episode. It has been a blast. Here's to 100 more. And we will catch you guys on the next show. Bye-bye. Bye, guys. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to today's show. If you like what you heard and you're interested in seeing if you're a fit to work with Clients On Demand, here's what I want you to do next. Head over to clientsondemand.com forward slash call. That's clientsondemand.com forward slash call and book an appointment to speak to our team. We'll get on the phone with you for about 45 minutes and we'll get you crystal clear on three things. Number one, the exact price you should be charging. Number two, the exact target audience you should be going after. And number three, the exact strategy you should be using to reach them. Remember, scaling your coaching or service business does not happen by itself. You need expert guidance to make it happen. Now, we've helped clients all over the world scale their businesses to six and seven figures while enjoying life and making the world a better place along the way. To see if we can help you do the same, head over to clientsondemand.com forward slash call. I'm Russ Ruffino, and let's talk soon.